Welcome to season two of All Go If You Go, the Save the Redwoods League podcast. We're building community and illuminating how Californians from all walks of life think about and experience nature and conservation in the Redwoods and beyond. I'll go if you go, because when we explore together in community, the experience is all the more powerful. This episode may trigger intense relaxation. Hey everyone, Emily Harwitz here, and I'm really excited for today's episode because we're going to do something a little unconventional. We are going to go forest bathing. We'll go into the forests of Parisma Creek Redwoods Open Space Preserve, ancestral land of the Ramaytish, Ohlone, and Moakma people, with a guide and a group of friends. Before I get into what forest bathing is, and whether or not you'll need a bathing suit, I thought I'd start this episode by sharing a little about myself so you know where I'm coming from. I spent my early childhood in Miami, Florida, running around after lizards, squawking at seagulls, and climbing the sea grape tree in my grandparents' yard. It was easy for me to feel connected with nature because it was everywhere, and I had my grandmother to guide me. My grandmother was active in South Florida's conservation scene, working to protect places like Biscayne Bay and Key Largo. She spent a lot of time outdoors with me and my sister, shaking tiny crabs out of sargassum weed and watching monarch caterpillars munching on milkweed. I'm so grateful for my early exposure to nature and to my grandmother who helped me feel like a part of it. Fast forward to now, and I call San Francisco home. With its towering redwoods, rolling hills of oak trees, and majestic views of the Pacific Ocean. I'm a science writer, photographer, and now podcaster. Thanks everyone for tuning in. And one of my favorite subjects to explore isn't just our connection to nature, but our place within nature. Nature isn't just the great outdoors, but also the weedy things and sidewalk cracks. Living in a city, it can be hard to feel connected to it sometimes, but that's where something like forest bathing comes in. It's called forest bathing, but you can do it anywhere there's a bit of life around you. We'll get into that a bit later. But for now, what is forest bathing anyways? Forest bathing is, in a nutshell, a series of invitations that um, are presented by the guide, in this case myself, that offer you, the participant, an opportunity to explore nature in a slightly different way, to connect um, to your surroundings and perhaps even to yourself. That was the voice of Juan Lazo Batista, certified forest bathing guide and our guide into the forest today. Forest bathing began or was created as a term in the Japanese government back in the 1980s, termed Shinrin Yoku, which translates roughly to forest bathing. At the time, the Japanese people were suffering from many chronic illnesses related to stress, burnout, and so uh, the Japanese government offered this as an incentive for folks to go out into natural spaces and to rest and recover. Since then, the practice has grown in that particular way in, in Japan and has really allowed for um, their forest service to create locations and trails that are unique for forest bathing. This particular practice that we will be doing today is based off of the Japanese interpretation of forest bathing. Of Shunin Yoku. However, there are some, I would say, key differences in that um, this is more going to be about how you feel, what you're perceiving, rather than what your health outcomes are. There is no right or wrong way of doing forest bathing. It is merely a way to engage with something that is, is here and has always been here. Um, I want to also acknowledge that um, peoples long before me and before folks who are currently inhabiting this land have tended to this land. 
And as such, I want to make sure that we also offer the utmost respect for this particular land that we're on. And that includes um, looking out for any particular uh, plants or animals that may be amongst us and allowing them to also continue with their days so that we may also do the same. Going into this, I did not know what to expect. To be honest, I thought I was already pretty good at being mindful in nature. But by the end of a guided session, I was amazed by how present and alert and alive I felt. Having a guide was really nice because, as Juan explains it, a guide gives you permission to be totally present and not have to think about what time it is or what you're going to do next or make any decisions for yourself other than whether or not to participate in whatever activity the guide gives you. That being said, you can definitely go forest bathing by yourself or go out with your family or group of friends and maybe take turns being guides for each other. In the show notes, we'll include a list of some of Juan's favorite forest bathing activities that you can try on your own. But today, we have Juan to guide us. And by us, I mean... Hi, I'm Emily Joyner, and I came to this forest bathing experience um, because my friend Emily introduced me to it, and I'm really excited. I've never done it before. Hi, I'm Shada Asnasheri, and I came to this forest bathing experience because my friend Juan invited me on my trip to California and my first time being in the Redwoods. La Zipara, who you already know and love, and me. So now, without further ado, let's head into the forest. So I'll share a little bit about my own kind of journey into forest bathing and how it's been in itself um, an exploration of myself and how I view myself within the context of yeah, the world, my surroundings, the environment. So a couple of years ago, I was working at the Forest Service. I was interning for the Office of Conservation and Education and having learned about the practice of forest bathing or Shinrin Yoku from the Japanese Forest Service, we as a staff decided that it might be something good to look into. I volunteered to train up. At the time, I had very little knowledge of it, but as soon as I became aware of kind of what the purpose was, I was really intrigued. In part because of my own um, background, um, I was born and raised in Oaxaca, Mexico, and uh, my family has long uh, standing connections to the land based on um, textile weaving and um, using natural dyes. And as such, I found myself asking a lot of questions even before this opportunity came about as to how I could myself begin to deepen my relationship with nature. And so this was a kind of a natural way for me to do that, maybe to begin to ask, but also answer some of those questions. So what is it that we're bathing in? I genuinely believe, again, this is my interpretation of it, is that you are bathing in that relationship. So forest bathing perhaps is a setting. Um, I do think it might be a misnomer for some folks because of the fact that not everyone has a forest that they can go into. Not everyone has a location that is um, green on all sides. Uh, but I do think that if there is a plant or a location that offers you a bit of relaxation and access to nature, I think that's plenty as far as what it is that I intend to do when I forest bathe, which is to connect and relate to it. 
I invite folks to um, bring in curiosity and play and wonder. At this point, we're sitting in a clearing a little off to the side of the trail. After introductions, Juan leads us in a grounding meditation and body scan and invites us to share what we're feeling. Feel free to follow along and practice this five-minute meditation now, wherever you are. Or save it for later and skip ahead five minutes to learn more about forest bathing activities. Continue to take deep breaths and noticing where your hips may be, how they may be feeling. Move through your spine and into your shoulders. Notice how your arms are resting. How are your roots? connecting to the rest of your body if you were to imagine them as branches. How are these limbs receiving the forest? And moving in towards your neck and your head, taking note of the sounds that you may be receiving, of the smells you may be smelling, and of the taste you may be tasting. I invite you to open your mouth and take a big gulp. What does that taste like? The forest loves to play. What playfulness will you bring into this experience today? As you notice your body settling into this particular space, I invite you to bring in an intention that you may want to bring in for yourself for today. This may look like a question. This may look like an image in your mind. This may look like an embodied movement. Give yourself permission to ask And don't feel as though you have to only do one question. There's lots of room and lots of time for all of your questions. Let's take three breaths at your own pace, as deep as you can.
notice your breath interacting with the noises around you, the sounds. What does it feel like to be part of the symphony? How are you reciprocating what the force is already giving you? In just a second, I'll ask folks if you have your eyes closed to open them. Before then, I wanna offer one last question. I'd like us to imagine as though we are arriving to this location for the very first time. We may have traveled from another location, perhaps far, perhaps closer. And I wonder what it is that you might see when you open your eyes. Something maybe that you haven't seen before. I ask that you hold things loosely, meaning that you just notice. Avoid assigning meaning. When you're ready, feel free to open your eyes. Over the next few hours, Juan invites us to participate in some activities. The first one is a slow walk to our next sitting spot. On this walk, Juan asks us to pay attention to things in motion and notice any movement in the landscape. Um, walked a little bit and we asked the question what is in motion so I invite any folks who would like to share um, what was in motion or what did you perceive was in motion on this short journey something I notice when I'm walking and stand still for a moment just looking around me surrounded by trees is how there is constant motion all around us. Like even just now looking at these trees, seeing the, the, the way the leaves are just blowing in the breeze. I was thinking scents, like the scents that you pick up, the forest smells, like those good scents, they must be in motion. Either I'm, I'm, either I'm cutting through them or they, and that's creating emotion. But like even here, when we got here, there's like a totally different smell than when we were on the path. I was walking towards the beginning of the path and I noticed uh, that spider webs, mm -hmm. um, as you kind of like shift your body a little bit, the reflection changes and a little bit of the color changes as well. So it was interesting how like my different location was affecting the colors that I was seeing and that made me feel kind of special <laughs> thank you all for sharing I wanted to uh, bring in a little bit of playfulness for this next invitation and I would like to do this in a bit of like a partner invitation so what we will be doing is something called camera 
So this particular invitation um, does not involve a real camera. It involves um, a camera that is your eyes and your body and your perception of the, the area around you. So this will take a little bit of trust. But throughout this period, I ask that um, each one of you take turns guiding one another to a location that you would like to share with this person. So they will have your partner, their eyes closed, and you as a guide will lead them. You can use your hand on their shoulder to lead them um, if that feels comfortable, or you can kind of find an arrangement that works for both of you. When you arrive at the location, you will have um, time to describe what it is that you are seeing. You can describe it with different words or adjectives. You may even choose to um, reference things that they may know. And then when you are ready, you can say camera and they will open their eyes. We pair up and first Leslie leads me to a special spot along the trail and gives me the gift of a scene to imagine. Then it's my turn to lead Leslie somewhere. All right. Okay. And I will have my hands in my pockets because I tell my church. Trust you, Emily. <laughs> my Ooh. eyes are fully open. Just pop aside. Oh, I can see. You did can it feel it? Did but it feel warmer? With your eyes closed and you you feel the sun, it's like they're you see red, mm. right? Like your eyelids. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. We're walking, and I feel little mounds. Maybe this is where the little voles were. <laughs> okay, we're gonna stop here. Okay, we are in a clearing. Facing us is to the right. In front of us, we have some second-growth redwoods interspersed with bay laurel tree. We've got a nice little diverse sand of hardwoods, and to the front center we are seeing the last rays of the day's sun streaming through the trees from the angle it's at it's lighting some of the leaves from the back so you have these patches of bright green leaves and then you also have um, the other branches that are in the shade so there's some nice contrast of greens um and there's also the trail in front of us that is winding through the little clearing. So there's some grass on both sides and it goes into these second growth redwoods. All right. That's a good job, by the way. And before I open my eyes, I think Bob Ross couldn't have done described it any better. Bob Ross, I'm honored. Oh, yes. Explore Redwoods is your portal into California's magical coast redwood and giant sequoia forests. Visit exploreredwoods.org to learn what's available in more than 100 redwood parks and plan an unforgettable adventure. From hiking and biking trails to camping to swimming holes, this web-based app will get you there. Visit exploreredwoods.org. For the final activity, Juan invites us each to go off on our own and choose somewhere to sit and reflect. After 15 minutes or so, he calls us back to sit in a clearing, which was comfy and fluffy with redwood duff, and to share our thoughts. I, I felt um, like in 
that last invitation of, of sitting um, and pausing, I can almost feel the difference of when I was closing myself off and when I was like allowing myself to connect with what's around and realizing how um, unseparate I and we are. Um, and the feeling of closing off feels like narrow and tight and kind of like um, not super pleasant. And then the opening maybe feels a little scarier, more new, but also um, it puts it puts things in perspective. There's this feeling like, oh, my my worries, my individual worries or this conflict or that um, in tracking and seeing all the like nooks and crannies and like just vastness. Um, I feel like, oh, we're all it's all kind of swirling. Um, it maybe isn't so important. In, in that individual type of way. Does anyone feel physically different now than uh, at the beginning of our forest bathing adventure today? Mentally, I'm extremely stimulated. Like there's tons of stuff going through my mind right now. Like even just focusing on the ground floor for a little bit and you can see so much activity going on. I just saw like one insect walk by, like we, you know, I noticed so much and things that we, take for granted sometimes we're just being out here you don't get to I mean just even the all the different calls that we heard like if we didn't have those moments to just sit with our thoughts we would I would have missed out on that probably right like there's so much sound so much life around us and activity yeah. that if we're out here and not really present I feel like the brain could easily filter out into background noise but being here and intentionally forest bathing is allowing the background to come into the foreground. Like there's like, there's no, like as Emily, as you were saying earlier, it's like not a separation of me with their surroundings. It's I'm a part of what's here now. Just feeling a lot of gratitude and just that like fun, like that there's also there's something just like fun and childlike, Leslie, like you were saying, and it's really um, just special. So grateful and just feel glowy feelings. So just to close this out, um, I want to extend my appreciation to all of you. I want to just say that um, this experience has allowed me to reconnect with, I think, a practice that maybe I had, um, yeah, let go of a little bit, in part because of the pandemic, um, because it was difficult to bring people together, um, and also something that I can do on my own. And so for folks listening, I invite you to bring in some curiosity into your um experience outdoors, whether that be through forest bathing or other practices. I find it really um, stimulating, uh, fulfilling to continue asking questions of myself and, and the place that I am, because that that's what makes life in my particular perspective and my experience really, really enjoyable. All right, Juan, now it's my turn to give you an invitation, which is to a lightning round of questions about some fun things you've been up to lately. So, can you name one thing right now that's getting you excited? Your answers. <laughs> What's a recent book you've read and enjoyed? I recently finished The Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler. 
What is your current go-to comfort food? Ramen. Nice. <laughs> What's your favorite Redwood Park and why? Simply because I just visited this week, I would say the Henry Cowell State Park in Santa Cruz. Mm, that's a beautiful one. Was the river running this time of year? It was. Gorgeous. And what's one thing you hope listeners take away from this episode? That there is more than one way of being outdoors. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yay! Woo! <laughs> yeah, collective sounds of joy. <laughs> we have been bathed. I feel clean. <laughs> Thanks everyone for tuning in and remember to check out the show notes for Juan's list of five forest bathing activities you can do on your own or with your group of friends.